0: Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today we're going to be talking about a couple different things, really. Uh, The title, Help Me Help You, of course, many of you probably remember that movie back in the day with uh, Jerry Maguire and the locker room scene where he just keeps asking his client to help me help you, help me help you, And for some reason when I was outlining this episode, that just kept popping into my mind and and hopefully it makes sense to you for for why I think that. A lot of times I think that we want things to be different, we want things to change, we want to be aggressive in our approaches, but we are not sure exactly how to get there. And so that's kind of what we'll be talking about today today. Largely, it's going to be about change. So those of you who are afraid of change, buckle up and let's get going. Being miserable in your career can be super lonely, right? You may not be able to talk to your spouse or your family or your friends, maybe because you have some kind of job that has security element to it. And you just can't talk about all the reasons why you hate your job. Maybe your, your significant other or the people around you just don't understand or don't care or don't seem like they want to listen. Or maybe you just don't want to complain. So you just kind of go about it and internalize it all. That's a really lonely place every day to get up and go to work and just be unhappy. A lot of times we can feel like we're the only person in that position We talked about toxic worksplaces a few weeks ago, but that's something sometimes when there's multiple people feeling miserable. But when you're feeling miserable and it's just you and you look around at your colleagues and your friends and your family and everybody seems to have these wonderful jobs, for starters, I would say that looks can be deceiving, right? So your first thought I understand is when I just, I'm the only person who hates my job. Everybody else around me has these dream jobs and they have this great salary and they have wonderful bosses and their hours are good and their work-life balance is incredible. That could just all be baloney. It could all be junk. I mean, we put on these airs for people and this persona for, for our friends and family Maybe because of the same way that you don't want to tell people how much you're miserable in your job because you don't want to burden them with it. People may think that you have an amazing job, right? You may also have no idea where to start. You're absolutely miserable and you just, in everything, you have no idea where to start. Do I try to find a new job? Do I try to find a new position? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's not me. How do I know why things are just not as good as I want them to be? i went to college, or I got my first job, and I thought that this is it. I'm going to have this amazing career. I'm going to move my way up the ladder. I'm going to learn new things. I'm going to meet, meet, meet interesting people. I'm going to do all of these wonderful things. I'm going to make good money, buy a big house, buy a boat, take vacations, whatever were your hopes and aspirations as you start out. And for whatever reason, things are just not going that way. Things just aren't the way you envisioned and you have no idea where to start. Maybe you just don't even like the type of work that you ended up in. You went to school for library skills and you hate working in a library or for chemistry and you can't stand science anymore. Whatever it is, one of the things that I actually think is kind of crazy in that we have to decide what we want to be for the rest of our lives when we're still really in our formative years. When you go off to college, you're a baby. You don't know what you want to do. You have all of these wonderful things you see on TV and from other people around you. You're thinking, I want to make money. I want to be exciting. I want to carry a gun. I want to be a fireman. Whatever it is, you have all of these visions of what these jobs are supposed to be like because of what society and TV and books and people are telling you that they are. And then in your experience, you get into these positions and it's just not the same thing. So at that point, maybe it's time to pivot, right? But where do you start there? So I think the first step here is that you need to take action. At a minimum, the very first thing you have to do, obviously, is you have to take action. You have to decide that I am going to make things different. I'm going to do something. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to commit myself to doing something. There's this saying that you do what you do, you get what you get, right? So if you're getting up every day, doing the same thing, complaining about the same stuff, miserable in what it is you're doing, but you're not making any changes, you're just going to get the same thing every day because stuff doesn't happen on its own. You have to commit yourself to making a change, to making a commitment to yourself and your future and your career to take action. The next thing is, and here's the hard one for those of you that don't like change, you have to be ready and open to make a change. Change is hard there's a lot of folks that dread change. I I have several in my family and it's funny because some of my family and friends, they love change. Some of them hate change. And it's a very interesting dynamic because when things go wrong or things go right or things come up, it's always interesting to me to watch how people react to little things, even as small as moving a piece of furniture or changing a routine. I am... In the camp that I love change, I thrive on change and I love new, exciting, interesting opportunities to rise to the challenge. But I also understand that there are a lot of people that that's very stressful, that's very overwhelming. Okay. And I get that committing yourself to taking that action is going to require you to make some changes. And if you are the type of person who is fearful or stressed or just, plain dreads change, this is going to be difficult. But you have to look at the bigger picture. You have to think about how, if you are this miserable, how maybe a little bit of change could really go a long way. And maybe it would be acceptable at this point to just change a few things. And just be open to the idea. You don't have to make a change today, but be open to the idea that if I'm going to make a commitment To do something about my career and take control of it, that you have to be open to the fact that it may require some change, because then at least you'll be able to think a little bit more broadly. You'll be able to think a little bit outside the box. You'll be able to be receptive if you're talking to people and they recommend things or offer up potential solutions or changes. You just have to be open to the idea maybe be open to changing jobs, changing your attitude at your current job, changing your communication style a little bit. Maybe it's just your mindset. Maybe it's your your interactions or your schedule, whatever it may be. It might be something big. It might be something small. And a lot of that really lends itself to whether or not the reason you're miserable in your career is internal or external. Okay? And that's, that's further down the road, right? For right now, we're just focusing on the fact that you're never going to have anything different than what you have now if you don't commit yourself to taking action and be open to the possibility that there might have to be some changes. I say might, but honestly, there are going to have to be some changes. The last thing is find people to help you. And this is where my help me help you comes in, okay? Find people to help you. And then let them. Let them help you. I can be a very stubborn person and I don't like help in anything. I don't. It's a flaw. I understand that now as a grown-up. I recognize it. I will spend hours trying to figure something out by myself rather than read the instructions just because for me it's an accomplishment factor. If I can figure it out without having to have someone show me how to do it or read about it or whatever it may be. I feel like I've I've accomplished something great. But honestly, it's a giant waste of time. And frankly, there's so much trial and error with doing it that way that it really isn't the right way to do it. I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I, I can't admit that I always read the directions, but I do sometimes a little bit sooner than I used to. But yeah, I mean... When it comes to building an amazing career, one that you can be happy with, one that you will be proud of, earning a good salary, whatever your goals are and whatever your vision of an amazing career looks like, that takes more than just you. It just does. The way business works nowadays, you need to have a network. You need to have support. You need to have a mentor. There's so many different areas where you can find ways to get help. We don't know everything. I don't know everything. I spend so much time googling all kinds of different things, reading books, listening to podcasts, listening and watching webinars. There's so much wonderful information out there now that for me to spend all day reinventing the wheel, stumbling through things in the dark, takes so much time and we don't have time for that kind of thing now. Right? We're grown-ups. We have very busy lives. We have social life, work life, family life, kids, pets, whatever it may be. And we want to find time for vacations. Right? We don't have time to be spending all day trying to say, I can figure this out myself. I haven't been able to do it yet, but I don't need any help. I can figure it out for myself. You do need help, and there are so many different ways to get that help. There are a bunch of ways that you can have help in your career, both for free... And not for free, obviously. I would recommend a combination and a lot of hard work. The first thing you can do is find a mentor. Find a mentor at your office. Find a mentor in your family, in your social circle, in your neighborhood, on LinkedIn. You could find a mentor in any number of places. When you're looking for a mentor, though, find somebody that you find to be honorable, patient, helpful, responsible, all of whatever the character trait words that you aspire to have, that's the kind of person that you should be looking for in a mentor. You can have a family member that you like and bounce ideas off of them. I'm not saying that you can't, your spouse talk to them about it, family member, parent, But when you're looking for someone to mentor you, you want somebody that is going to be honest and objective. And you almost feed off of their energy, I think, when you find the right mentor. You want someone that's going to be able to say, you know what, you hate change and you are not willing to make any changes and that's why you're in the position you're in right now. So you need to buck up, and accept the fact that for you to have this amazing future that you are envisioning, you're going to have to make some small changes, and you're going to have to hold yourself accountable to it. Mentors are typically free. You can find a mentor. Maybe it'll cost you a cup of coffee every once in a while, or maybe a lunch or a dinner, a drink, however you choose to meet with this person. Typically, they are on the the very low end scale of, of costs. You could hire a coach, obviously, I'd love it if you'd hire me. I'm an executive coach. I do leadership, public speaking, all of those types of things. But it doesn't have to be me. Find somebody out there that will be the right fit for what you need. LinkedIn offers the Profinder option where you can get proposals from coaches and they will give you their information and let you know what types of services they offer. You can also just do a search on LinkedIn for career coaches or whatever type of coach it is that you feel you're looking for. Coaches are such a valuable resource for people to have. I, I When I got my first coach, it was career altering. It really was because I had never had somebody in my professional career that one... It's a safe space. You can talk about whatever's going on at the workplace, and it's a safe space. They're not going to run and tell your boss. They're not going to run and tell your coworkers. They're not going to run home and tell your family. Whatever it is that's going on, you can talk to them about it. And I like to look at myself as kind of the, the friendly nudge, but also the cheerleader, because I think it's so important to both hold you accountable, keep you on track with the different goals and objectives and 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 milestones that you set for yourself, but also to be supportive and encouraging. Coaching is an investment, but if you're looking at it from the standpoint of improving your career or earning a higher salary, at the end of the day, you're worth it to make that investment in yourself and your career. The idea that We have to go to work every day and not talk about what's bothering us, or we can't discuss it, or we feel like we're the only person, or we have no idea where things go. Having someone like a coach or a mentor to kind of tease out some of the things that we can't come up with is invaluable because, and I know that people hear this all the time, but sometimes you just get too close to the situation. You just get too close. And you cannot see the forest through the trees, as they say, right? So you know you've got stuff going wrong. You know you need to make some changes. And you might have little glimpses of ideas of ways to do it. Maybe I'll take a class. Maybe I'll look for a new job. Whatever it may be. Sometimes we get very dialed in on one thing and we are bent on the fact that that is the reason why our career is not going the way it is. I got passed up for that promotion, and I deserved it. I didn't negotiate a good enough salary when I came in, so therefore I'm just pissed, and I just don't like my job because I didn't negotiate for the salary that I wanted, but there's nothing I can do about it now, and I like the job, but I got to stay, right? I am not getting the right projects that I, I want because I'm not pals with the boss. Whatever is going on that you... Envision vision is the main problem. It may have nothing to do with that. It may have absolutely nothing to do with that. But because we're so in the situation and we're living it day to day, it's very hard to take a step back and remove ourselves from that situation. And that's where mentors and coaches can really help with that because they, they listen, they hear what it is that you're going through, and they objectively try to provide you guidance on how to make adjustments, sometimes small, sometimes big, so that you can so that you can slowly begin to change the tide of how things are going. Now look, finding and building and taking control of your career and turning it into whatever it is that you envision takes work, takes effort, takes time. It is not something that happens overnight. You might get lucky and suddenly find a job position for something that you're dreaming of, apply for it, and in two weeks you get the job, you land in it, and it's the absolute best thing that ever happened to you. That would be amazing. But that's not really most people's typical reality. I like to say that work is work for a reason, and it is is work, but it doesn't have to be miserable all the time. And I feel very sad when I start working with people that have been doing the same thing for so long because they either don't realize that they can make an adjustment, don't know how to make an adjustment, or are just afraid to make any changes. And you just hear and see the defeated nature because it takes such a toll on our self-esteem and our morale, If you are in a position where you are unhappy in your career, why stay in it? Why keep doing the same thing? And I know the first thing somebody's going to say to me is, well, Kelly, I need a paycheck. I get that. I get that. I stayed in several jobs because I needed a paycheck. But I didn't have to stay in them forever. I had to stay in them until I could figure out a way to find something else that would give me a paycheck, but that I could like better. It wasn't overnight. It just, it, it, it hardly ever happens that way, right? I didn't go from one job that I absolutely hated to the next job that I absolutely loved. It was a little bit more incremental for me, but that's, I mean, that's my journey. Everybody's career journey is a little bit different. You may go from a job that you hate to a job that you love. Maybe then you get laid off from the job that you love and now you're back to a job that you hate, right? It's a bumpy road, but there are so many different ways that you can, be more intentional about how you craft your career. And it starts with being in control of your career. You don't have to go to work and just coast and figure out later on that things are just going to kind of fall into place wherever they may, let the chip settle, and just do it like that. You don't have to do that. You can take control of your career. You can be proactive in how you move forward, move up, move out, however it is that you're moving, you can be in control of that. It is a lot more work that way because you do have to be thinking strategically. You probably do need some help in in getting yourself on the right path, building out a plan, thinking about your network, thinking about your personal brand. There's so many different elements that go into it. But once you're doing it for just a little while and you really start looking at your career more globally, it doesn't seem like so many moving parts because they all just start to make sense that they all come together. And as you see, when you make changes to little things, the effects of them in other areas it just starts clicking. You start realizing, oh, all right, if my, if I'm improving my communication skills a little bit, I'm having better conversations with my employees or my supervisors or my colleagues. Things are going a little bit better there. My days are getting a little bit less miserable because I'm earning the respect of my peers. They're talking to me differently. They're treating me differently. Further down the road, wow, well, they actually look at me like I have some kind of an authority on something now because I'm making this adjustment and I'm demonstrating to them that I am worthy of their respect. So little, little changes can really cause big ripples in how everything goes. It's just a matter of looking more broadly at the whole situation and trying to figure out what's going to bring you the most bang for the buck in the beginning so that you can feel the changes. Because let's face it, it's like a diet, right? If you go and you spend all this money on diet food and you come home and you are really good for two weeks and you step on the scale and you've lost a half a pound, who's going to stay on that diet? I'm not staying on that diet because I just feel defeated. I spent two weeks really focusing on this and it's not making any change. So we all want some instant gratification. And there are ways that you can find little things that will give you the bump to your self-esteem or excitement or feeling that you're actually making something happen that you need. And it will snowball after that. All of this is just to say that if you are in a position where you are not happy in your career, maybe it is that you're looking for more pay, more work-life balance, more responsibility, more acknowledgement for the hard work that you put in, Whatever it is that you envision as your ideal career, why stay? Why stay on the long term? Maybe you need to do it for the short term, but if you're that unhappy, maybe it's time to really think about ways that you could make some changes. So today I have two extra tidbits I wanted to add to the end here. And the first is that along the lines of the help me help you, this is my 25th podcast, and I'm very excited to have been with you for the last few months. I would love it if you would go over to the notyourordinarygirl.com website and leave a comment. There's a there's a posting box there at the bottom of the page. I would love to hear what your challenges are at work, what what you're handling, what you're not handling, what you love, what you hate. If there's an episode that really spoke to you, if there's an episode you'd love for me to cover, the best way that I can help you is to know what it is that you're looking to hear about. And my show gets better, I think, week after week because of the feedback that I'm getting on the different topics that people are asking me to talk about. So stop on over there today and let me know what you would like to hear about. The other thing I wanted to let you know is that I've been working very diligently this summer on creating a training course for building your best career. It's not quite done yet, but I'm almost there. I expect that it'll be launching probably in the next month or so, so I'll keep you posted on that. I hope that you will be interested in checking it out. It's going to cover a lot of the things that we were talking about today with respect to how you can learn how to take control of your career and really make the most of it. So I'll keep you posted on the progress and when that's going to launch so you can stop by and check it out. I hope you have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one.